It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It feels like we are needing a party, needing some fun. Karaka Million is coming up in a couple of weeks. After that will be the sales. And Sir Patrick's, uh, shall we say, footprint, his memory will be all over Karaka in 2023 because everybody there would have spent at least some time, one conversation, one handshake from the great man. One of those people will be from Little Avondale stud, Sam Williams. Sam, I'm sure for somebody like you who has invested their life in racing, the news yesterday must have come with a real thud. While not unexpected, because Sir Patrick had been sick for the last year or so, uh, they don't come any bigger in our industry, Sam, than the name Sir Patrick Hogan. Yeah, morning, Mick. Um, certainly, you know, um, an important date, a finite date, I guess, um, in the history line of Cambridge Stud. Um, for some sense of the the word, I guess, but I mean, look, it's um, a, a massive loss to the uh, the industry, to someone who was who certainly led the world as far as marketing um, horses. He was just phenomenal, um, and uh, look, it is a great loss for uh, Lady Justine Hogan and the family, and and the the greater family of the New Zealand thoroughbred industry. Um, Sir Patrick was a leader, and um, yeah, a sad day for the industry. Uh, Sam, you mentioned marketing um, of thoroughbreds, and these days we take that very much for granted because of radio shows and television shows and, of course, online marketing. In what way do you believe he changed or led the industry in that way? Oh, look, he was he had the foresight to, to bring people to the sale. He had people to to bring into into the horses themselves and uh, the way he just gather, not just, um, he, he'd go to the top um, and he put himself out there and, uh, you know, you've got to have the, the balls, I guess, to, to do that as well. And uh, Sir Patrick did and he approached all the very best um, and that's what he wanted. And, you know, um, the way he set up Cambridge Stud as a showpiece um, was you know certainly leading um, people would enter the gates at Cambridge and be in awe of what they saw. Um, you know the, the whole it's, that's where it all started from. You know, and uh, I mean if you look at Sir Tristram, two and a half thousand dollars service fee to start off with, and he ended up um, with over a hundred thousand plus as a service fee. You know the okay, that was the success of the horse, but he had the person, there was the drive behind it in Sir Patrick that really led the way, you know. He installed in something to me when I got there. He said, it doesn't matter how good your horses are. If you don't have good staff, you won't have good horses. And um, he invested heavily in in, in every sh- part of the farm that he could, you know, the, not just the bloodstock, but in the management and, and the, the actual facilities themselves. He was just a... Yeah, you know, he was ahead of his time. Sam, you're a guy who, who comes from an esteemed racing family. Your stud has been um, part of New Zealand racing for, I think, 
80 or even 90 years. And what was it like for somebody like you who was bred into this and knew that they wanted to do this? And you're you're a very confident person. I'm sure you were confident as a young man. But what was it like when you first met Sir Patrick Hogan? Because in a vastly different way, when I first met him, there was an intimidation. You very rarely meet people you think, this person just knows so much more about everything than I do. I should just shut up. And I, I didn't quite know what to say to him. That was my first experience of meeting Sir Patrick. What was yours like? Um, mine was a little bit different. Um, I was just telling a, a staff member the story of um, how I first got involved with Cambridge State. Many years ago, down at Trentham Sales, um, after the sales, um, you know, the uh, Tipara and Okawa would have a bit of a party in the car park afterwards, and it would be KFC um, and a bit of champagne. And if there was some crayfish available, then there was crayfish. Anyhow, um, Sir Patrick was having drinks with his staff, and um, <laughs> um, I was walking past. I, I think I was 16 at the time. And um, um, Sir Patrick called out and said, Young Williams, come over here and have a drink with me and my team. Me with my smart tongue and arrogance turned around and said, go and get. And anyhow, uh, ran around the corner, grabbed the fire hose, came back round and put, uh, drenched the staff and Sir Patrick with the fire hose. Three years later, my, I've left school and my father said to me, he said, um, right, what are you going to do? And I said, I'd like to go and work at the best place um, in the industry and go and work for Sir Patrick. And uh, back then it was Patrick Hogan, you know. And so I went there. After being there for two weeks, there's a big speaker system outside the Stallion Barn, and uh, um, I'm working with Laurie Lynch and Peter Stanaway, who'd been there for a number of years, and we're trimming feet, and it goes across the big PA. Uh, Could Sam Williams report to the office the boss would like to see him? And they all went, oh, you're in trouble. So I get summoned to the office, and then I go, and the door shuts behind me, and he goes, do you remember what happened when you were 16? And I said, yes, boss. He goes, you are now mine for the next 12 months. (laughs) Sam, I need to ask this. Was there a particular reason where you thought it was a good idea to go and set a hose on Sir Patrick and his stuff? (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) But, um, you know, I look back at those times when I was there, you know, Brent Taylor, Trelawney Stud, Russell Warwick, um, uh, Scotty Eagleton, Anthony Thompson, Wooden, um, Adam Sangster, Colm Santry, Coolmore. You know, the list goes on and on and on for the number of uh, people that have passed through Cambridge Stud who are now running their own farms, stud farms, adjustment farms, it doesn't matter what, here in New Zealand, who've gone out to be bloodstock agents. You know, there are so many people worldwide that pass through Cambridge Stud. And it's fantastic to see that the, the the brand Cambridge Stud with Brendan and Joe Lindsay and what they're doing today. And I think it's so cool that Sir Patrick got to see um, the museum there at Cambridge Stud, what they have set up. Um, I just think that is just amazing. And look, he will, he will be dearly missed, but he will be dearly remembered um, in this industry for everything he did. What Leading the sales been leading Vendel for over 30 years. You know, it was something phenomenal. Sam, thank you for the, for those memories because obviously many people here um, knew 
of Sir Patrick or even may have met him, but very few of us worked with him and almost certainly you're the only person I'm going to talk to today who sprayed him with a hose. So we do appreciate <laughs> your respectful memories. Um, how's the team looking for Karaka, which is now three weeks away? Yeah, look, and looking forward to getting up there. And I, I guess there'll be, um, you know, a, a, quite a few memories spoken about Sir Patrick and no doubt a toast or two. And, uh, um, yeah, look, it will be a sale to remember. Sam, looking forward to it, mate. Thanks for your time today. Uh, good luck with the, uh, the the reps, you would say, both here in Australia over the weekend, mate. Okay, thanks, mate, and uh, rest in peace, the boss.